Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. This week's episode was recorded live in the tightrope upstairs in Unshaw on Camden Street way back on the 14th of May 2018, before I even started releasing the podcast. And it actually features the first appearance of the character Jake X, who went on to become a regular guest on the show. I'm going to be doing more video call episodes of Phoning It In while we're on lockdown in the coming weeks. So keep an eye out for those on Facebook at Phoning It In Show. And I will be putting them out as podcast episodes as well. While we're on lockdown, also please check out Talking It Out, the animated improvised chat show I made for RTE, which features regulars to this podcast, Kevin McGarren, Sophie Shanley, Peter McGann and Pearl O'Rourke. That's available on the RTE player or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to hand you over to the live episode now. Big thanks to my guests, Mark Canton, Pearl O'Rourke, Richie Early and Claire Jenkins. Thanks for listening. Our next caller, uh, Rebecca, says that her housemates have set up a cult. Namaste, Dave. <laughs> Rebecca, uh, w- w- tell us what's going on. Your housemates have set up a cult in your house? Yeah, like yoga, it's called. Right. Uh, they're just, um, they're getting up every morning and they're, they're not eating meat or anything anymore. It's kind of weird. And um, it's like, you know, stretching and and saying they're at peace with themselves. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite a... It's 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 quite makes me uncomfortable. Okay, but yoga's not really a cult, though, is it? I mean, yoga's commonly practiced. I don't know. That's what they want you to believe, Dave. Mm. Like, I would be, I would be suspicious of of everything. I mean, don't trust the state, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you have you seen anything else suspicious in the house? I have. I have seen um, stuff in the fridge. On uh, it, it looks like food that has been put through a blender and murdered. Okay. Well, I mean, again, blended food is not that out of the ordinary. Uh, No, no, Dave, Dave, that is just what the system wants you to believe, you know? Like, let me ask you, have you bought a Nutribullet? I I think that is the biggest scam of our time. Okay. The corporations want you to buy the Nutribullet, do you know what I mean? Well, look, we've got uh, Mike, the leader of the so-called cult, uh, on the phone, and he, 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 he tells a different side of things. Mike. Um, hello. Hi. Dave. 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 Mike, what's this about a cult? A yoga cult? Um, yeah. Well, no, it's not really a cult. You know, we just, we just get together and uh, worship blended foods. Okay, well, that does sound... You know, the Nutribullet is a fantastic device, Dave. And, yeah. and I really recommend that all of your listeners get themselves a Nutribullet. And they blend some food and, and they can just swallow Mike, that down. There's no Mike. need for teeth anymore. That's why we're taking out all of our teeth and we're blending those up. Mike. Too. You know, if you drink your own teeth, Dave, you Mike, have I've... all the power of a tooth inside of your mind. Mike. Uh, I'm going to have to cut you off there, Mike. I said if you want us, if Nutribullet wants to sponsor the show, they're going to have to pay for ads like everyone else. Thanks for calling look in. like we do, Dave. Thanks very much. Bye. Every single week. Okay, Sarah is on the phone. Sarah can't get into Game of Thrones. No matter what she does, she's tried and tried. Sarah, what's, what's this about Game of Thrones? What's going on? What do you think it is? I want to be in Game of Thrones. You want, to be, to s- you want to be in Game of Thrones? I want to be a breakdancer in Game of Thrones. Okay. Sorry, when I, when I read that you can't get into Game of Thrones, I assumed you weren't able to get into the show. You weren't a fan of the show. You actually want to get on the show. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, Sarah, I wasn't very clear with the, your producer. Yeah, it was you, a little rude, look, if I'm honest. Uh, and I said, I want to be on the show. In the show. Yeah, no. I mix up my prepositions. Maura is a, is a, is a tricky uh, character at the best of times. But look, you want to be a break dancer on Game of Thrones? Yes. Uh, does Have it, you read the books, Dave? I've, I've read the first one. There's a lot of inferences of break dancing. I, I don't think there is, though. Oh, there is. Really? Skogor the Mighty walked down the... I haven't read the books. Right. But I, I, I do believe there might be a little bit of breakdown from what from what I hear around the pub. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's oh, kind so of I'm a liar, am I? No. To be fair, Sarah, it's set in medieval times, kind of in a fantasy so? world. So where do you think that? Do you think they didn't dance back then? Well, you're a fool, Dave. I mean, they I, didn't. I'm so sorry. Do you know anybody on Game of Thrones? I'm afraid I don't. We're just a small radio it's show. The only I don't reason know. Reason I rang up the radio, you know, it's a it's a form of media. I thought maybe you all know each other. Well, look, You're Sarah, all break dancing around. Sarah, do you have any other talents that you could bring to the show? Can you act? Uh, of course, I can act. <laughs> well, it's all hand in hand. If you can break dance, you can act. Right. Okay. Well, maybe you could give us a monologue from your favorite show or something. Well, I'll give you a monologue from Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um. No. Mention your favourite character. I, of course, know them all. Uh, Genji. Ah, I'm Genji! And I saw you looking at me there while I was breakdancing and you were giving me the old evil eye. And f- fuck you! Sorry! I know, I, I, th- I know you're not allowed to swear. I, li- I was listening earlier. Sarah, um, Sarah, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut what? you off there. There's, there's no character called Genji in Game of Thrones. Ah! I completely made that up. Oh, it was a test Dave! and you failed. Thank you. Okay, Jake is on the line. Jake, Jake has a problem with people who stand on the moving floors at the airport. <coughs> the airport's a conspiracy, Dave. What do you mean by that, Jake? <sighs> what do I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're one of them, yeah? <laughs> See, I, I, I work. Yeah? What, sorry? I work. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All this holidays... Yeah. Who's that? Who's doing, who's going on those? Because as far as I can see, people are driving up to the airport. Yeah. They're getting out of the rank or they're parking. Mm-hmm. And then they're going into a big, big holding pen. Yeah. And then there's... Through security, yeah. Uh, there's small things that are flying around the airport. But what is going on? Where Wait, are the you, people? Do you mean airplanes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. We all think they're airplanes. But have you ever actually seen an aeroplane big enough to fit a human? But, yeah, I mean, any time I get on a flight and go somewhere, I'm in, a, I'm in an aeroplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, they th- that's what they want you to think, obviously. Now, as someone who works for a living, yeah? Cause okay. I, 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 you've, mentioned that a, you've mentioned that a couple of times. Yeah, well, you know, we all don't get, we all don't get days off for trips. Abroad, right. if that is a thing, because I don't think it is. So, Jake, um, Jake, what do you work at? Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'd like to know that. I work on the land, Dave. Okay. And what, what do you do on tilling. the land? Tilling. Tilling the land. Yes, tilling. And why tilling. do you never get a holiday? Look, holidays are for the, the people who want to be drugged, duped, and locked up in a big building <laughs> near swords. So, yeah, Jake. What? Jake, if I'm yeah. understanding what? you correctly, what you're saying is when yes. I go on holidays 
and I go to the airport, yeah. instead of getting on a plane, I'm actually being drugged, knocked out, brought to a building in swords, and then brainwashed somehow? Well, that's where they've got it really sewn up because you actually probably get yourself to that building. <laughs> okay. You know, you actually drive up to the place. It's like you check yourself into prison for two weeks. Okay. That's what you're doing. And, and you wake up and you think you've had some sort of a rest, but you don't feel quite right. Your, your pockets are empty. You're down a load of cash. Your bank seems to have taken out uh, money with an exchange rate, which is how they fool you. And Jake, I mean... It's a huge problem. It's a huge problem, Dave. Who's behind this, Jake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, obviously, the, the local council. Um, the local the Dublin County Council? For example, well, I mean, whoever, you know, wherever your local council is. From, but I assume different people that are listening in are from different councils. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually have uh, a county councillor on the phone. Oh yes! Come on now. Morris uh, <laughs> Morris Dempsey from uh, Dublin County Council is on the line. Morris, what do you have to say about this this conspiracy theory? Yeah. Am I on the radio? If you if you could classic response. <laughs> Am, am, I on, am I on the radio? You are, Morris. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, I, I'd just like to say that um, a couple of weeks in Santa Ponza never hurt anybody. Right. But what do you say to Jake's suggestion that it's all a big hoax and none of us have ever actually been outside of Ireland? I would say he's probably got a bit of sunstroke or something or is on class A drugs because that's a bit of a problem in our society now, especially up in Dublin. Right. Class A drugs, Jake. Class ick. <laughs> oh, no, no. Dave, look. What I'm saying is, you know, that is precisely, precisely what I was ex- would expect from somebody like Morris. And I know Morris. I know him well. How do you know Morris? I shop in the local same spur. <laughs> And you I see what he buys. What does he buy, Jake? There's nothing wrong with a chicken fillet roll and a packet of potato. That's all I'll say. What else, Morris? <laughs> what else, Morris? I do not know what your caller is trying to insinuate about me, but I am five foot nothing and I wouldn't be able to reach the top shelf without some help. <laughs> Every day. Morris walks out with a nine-pack of toilet paper. Right. Daily. What are you doing to yourself, Morris? Well, what's going on in Swords? What's going on in that damn building? Tell us, Morris. That is, that is not true. And if you wouldn't... Dead true. I am very close to um, uttering profanities live on radio. Because well, look- my shit is my business. Morris, please watch your language. But you don't deny then that you buy nine toilet rolls every single day. You can see why that might look suspicious. You know that in spare. It's expensive. <laughs> You're right there. You are right there. They're very expensive. And if I had thought ahead, I would have bulk bought. And anyway, no, that's not the point. How are you not learning this, Morris? It's every day. Well, look, Morris, Jake, clearly we're not going to get to the bottom of this yeah. tonight. 
Um, thank you both for calling in. Jake, I'd love to have you back on the show sometime because you've got some very interesting ideas. I'd love to hear some more of them. Thank Thanks you. for calling in. Thanks. Okay, our next caller... Uh, our next caller, uh, Chili, feels like his breakdancing skills aren't being appreciated by the world. Yeah, man! My breakdancing skills are just not... You know, people are like, what are you doing, man? I mean, get out of the queue. And I'm like, I'm breakdancing in this queue. Let's get ready for it. Uh, and a beat. Are you, well, I, can, are you, are you dancing now, Chili? That's right. Okay. I'm dancing. I'm breakdancing while I'm making the telephone call because I like to breakdance all the time. But, like, why don't people appreciate your, your talents? No, I will not sit down. This bus is 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 good for breakdancing on the top deck. So you get ready for it. Here we go. And a beat. Chili, like, the top deck of a bus, is it's probably not the safest place to be breakdancing. Oh, no. You are quite right there, Dave. Uh, has something happened? Has there been an accident? Uh, yes. There, there has been an accident. Okay. That's why I, I wanted to call you is because people do not appreciate uh, breakdancing when it is directly in their nose. Right. Yeah, I, I, I smashed you... a few noses up here, Dave, and uh, people are getting really obstreperous about it, and I do not appreciate that kind of thing. Okay, Jimmy, well, let's, let's get one of them on the phone. Let's, let's pass the phone over to one of some, uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Hey, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's a fucking bus. Sorry, sorry, hey, sorry. I am breakdancing. I'm a breakdancer. Where do you want me to breakdance? My wife's pregnant. Just broke her nose. Come on. Hey. (laughs) Sit down. You're lucky I'm not kicking the shit out of you, mate. Just just want you to stop. (laughs) Hello, what's your name? Hello? My name? Yes, hi. Jim Bob McGraw, obviously. Jim Jim Bob, sorry. Jim Bob, can you stay on the phone for a second, Jim Bob? Uh, what's hey, what's who, going who's on this here? Now? Come on. Sorry, this is Dave Coffey from Phoning It In. Dave Coffey? Yeah, from Phoning It In. Jesus. Come Um, on. (laughs) Listen. Great show, great what's, show. What's thanks very much. Uh, yeah. You're live. You're live on air. Uh, t- tell oh. me what's what's going on with this guy Chili? He's breakdancing on the it's bus. Fucking lad. I'm there sitting with my wife on the way to the you know the where she's having the baby like, and I've no petrol in the car, so I was like, "Fuck, we get the bus." And then this <laughs> this chap comes on and is like, "Oh, let's celebrate the birth of your missus with a bit of a fucking breakdance." Okay. And I was like, let's "Ah, do it." Oh, sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's... I shouldn't have... He's just shattered her chin. Oh, my God. He's it's, shattered it's her. here on the way to the hospital. She Listen. can't close her jaw. Oh, my God. Let me say, though, it was a very good dance. Well, I... Now, that was better than the previous. Okay. Thank you, Jim Bob. Thank you. I mean, you're getting into the spirit of it now. You see what it can do for you. Now, I want you, you to do something for me there, Jim Bob. I want you to just, uh, just take my hand. I'm taking his hand, Dave. Okay. I'm taking his hand. Okay, he's taking my Hold hand on, now. my wife. Maria, shut up, right? We're doing something. I'm on the radio, okay? <laughs> so, sorry about that, Dave. You know what it's like with the women, am I right? I, I have um, I, I have some cardboard here if your wife would like to uh, mop her uh, b- b- blood coming out of her face with it. No, she's grand. She's grand. <laughs> what, what were you saying? So, we've got, we've, we're holding hands now, Dave. Okay. And I'm just going to pass this uh, movement along my hands to your... Jeez, uh, uh, that felt great. Yeah. What? What stop are you getting off? Is it? The, is it the hospital? I mean, I, I, I'm just riding the bus, man. I'm not really going anywhere. I'm, I'm just, uh, just looking, you know, just get interested in meeting people. Maria, you are right on your own. This chap, 
we had a serious... Yeah, it was a good dance, thanks. <laughs> I might stick with this chap. He knows the score. You can text him. Well, guys, this is great. <laughs> this is what phoning it in is all about, building bridges. Yeah. I'm chilly. I'm so happy you found someone who finally who appreciates your breakdancing. Thanks so much for calling in. Thanks, Dave. Uh, our next caller, Sean, has a problem with people standing too close to him in queues. Um, thanks. Um, I've been trying to get on the show for years. Well, and um, I just want to say, for first of all, I'm so excited. That's, that's great, Sean. I appreciate your call. Now, about the queue thing. Um, because I don't really know what people think they're doing when they c come near me. <laughs> <laughs> they better watch it. Just hurry up, please. Would you just oh, use the self-service there? Sean, is there someone there with you now? There's always somebody near me. Um... Dave and I don't know if they know what they're getting into. Why are you holding up the queue like this? Just go and use that machine. I'm waiting. Excuse me, Dave. Yep. I'm waiting until one of the people tills come free. There, can you not use the machines yourself? We everyone can use them these days if you never figured out how to use the machines. Um Dave, can you hear that? I can hear him, Sean, yeah. Because sometimes Sometimes just, I don't know if it's real. No, no, Sean. Sean, it's definitely real because I can hear him as well. So I just want to put that put that fear to what rest. What if it's me, though? Well, I what? mean, you're... What if I'm doing both the voices? Oh. <laughs> right. I mean... Are you, on the, are you actually on the phone to someone or is that just an imaginary call that you're making? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure now. Well, so you're Sean, wasting everybody's time in the queue with an imaginary phone call. But maybe I'm only wasting my own time. No, Sean, I'm definitely real, Sean. That sounds like something I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see your dilemma, Sean, because I mean, obviously, if you were, if you were, if you were making all of this up, then you could just as easily be making me up as the person behind you. Exactly. We're in a terrible bind here, Sean. Um. Maybe maybe you could put the other man on the phone. I could chat with him. We'll try and get oh. to the bottom of us. All right. Okay, pass your phone over to the gentleman behind you. Yep. Hello? Hello? Is this Sean with a different voice? No, I can't hear anything. There's no one on this phone. Yeah, Sean, uh, this is tricky now because obviously I know that I'm real. I'm certain of that. But I, I know that I can't probably convince you of that. Okay. Um, uh, I, I think maybe the best thing to do is for me to get a bit of perspective. Okay. You know? I, I, <laughs> um, I maybe just read a book for a while. Okay, what what kind of book are you gonna read? Okay, what kind of book are you gonna read? Uh, uh, um, I like Mavenchi. Um, okay. Well, look, I I think what you should do, Sean, is you should go home and you should have a little read of Mavenchi, <laughs> and 
Maybe try calling back later on and, and we'll see if, if, if there's other people standing around took, you. I've been literally trying for years to get yeah. on the show, No, Dave. I appreciate that, Sean. But How look, can I guarantee direct entry? Um, well, look, I'll let my producer <laughs> know. Wait a second, is this just like some kind of come on or something? What are you talking about? D- direct entry to the air. To the air. To the air. Get out of my way! You're in my way! That's the whole point of the whole thing! Oh, oh you or I am a monster! <laughs> okay, Sean, thanks so much for calling in. It was lovely to talk to you. Was Hopefully it, we'll chat to you later on in the show. <laughs> Poor Sean, I hope he's okay. Um, Our next caller, Debbie, is in a, quite a quandary because... Her children want to get a divorce. Hey, you guys picked this one, so. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie, when you say your children are getting a divorce, how many children are we talking about? Just the two. Two children, (laughs) and they're both getting divorced. That's right, yes. At the same time. Um. I, well, it seems I've made a few mistakes. You've made mistakes? Well, don't, I mean, how are you, why are you blaming yourself, Debbie? Uh, well, it, it's just because they want to divorce me, ah, Dave. Okay, okay. And why, why, do you, why do you think they want to divorce you, Debbie? I have no idea. Mm. I have given them the best years of my life. Right. And I think it comes down to a generational issue. I think that they just don't appreciate the fact that I have given them the best years of my life. Mm. What age you what age are your kids? They are twenty-three and thirty. Well, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, Debbie, like that's I mean, that's pretty old. I mean, getting divorced from you at this stage seems kind of redundant. Like I know, I think it's immature myself personally. And they're still living at home and they want the house. Right. Okay. So they want the house and the divorce. And I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, I'm angry. Mm. Wouldn't you be, Dave? I I mean I would, to be honest, because I, I assume, you know, you've worked hard to buy that house. I have worked hard to buy that house. Mm. And you know what? It took me a long time to divorce my husband and to get the house. And it seems now I have led by example. Yes. Do you think they saw how well that divorce went for you and said, "Mm, we could get it? Well, I'm rolling in it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I mean, is there, again, is there there anything that's led to this? Like, can you see of any fault in yourself that might have made your kids want to divorce you? Well, they say it's because I've never said I love you, but I'm not a sap. Right. And were you ever affectionate to them at all? Oh, I mean, I'd spit on a cut if they fell on the floor. (laughs) You'd spit on... (laughs) You'd spit on a cut. Antiseptic. Is... is I don't know if that's really medically... Well, it's what my mother did for me, and I'm fine. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's not necessarily proof that it's, it works, but... Well, look, um, your kids are actually on the line. We, we, we did set this up in advance because we knew you were calling in. Um, Jerry and Mary, 
Um, I. Can you? Hello. Yes, we're here, and we have our lawyer with us as well. Okay. Who am I speaking to now? I'm Jerry. I'm Mary. Yeah, speak no. up, Mary. <laughs> you speak. You speak through me now, right? You speak through me. What do you want to say to your daughter? I'm just saying she's on the national airwaves and she needs to speak up and stand up straight. Sure, no one can see her, you clown. <laughs> yeah, but do, Sorry. do speak up a bit there. Sorry, uh, Jerry, Mary, um, yeah. can you tell me your lawyer's name just so we know who we're talking to? Tell me my own fucking name, you clown. A pair of clowns, a lot of you. Uh, my name is uh, Lawyer McGrath. <laughs> As in, your first name is Lawyer, or...? Oh, the funny man, Dave Coffey on the radio. Oh, I'm hilarious. No! That's just so people know I'm a lawyer, obviously. Okay. Otherwise, they'd be like, "Oh, who's what's McGraw up to?" He's okay. a lawyer. My first name okay. well, is Mark. Mark, call me a lawyer, though. Mark, could you put Jerry on the phone, please? I can. Jerry, I mean, what? Can you shed a little light on this? Why do you want to get divorced from Debbie? Uh-huh. Is that a joke? No, it's not a joke. No. Uh, yeah, I'm a comedian. Uh, so I just haven't really got what's a joke yet. So I've just been working on that and just checking out uh, what's a joke and what's not. So, uh, so you're not joking, no? No, I wasn't joking. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Okay, maybe you put Mary on the phone. Is that a joke? No, it's not a joke, Jerry. <laughs> it's not a joke. Put All right, Mary don't on. get it, man, but I'll give it a lash. Uh, you put Mary on the phone? Huh? <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> uh, good one. He's doing one about uh, he wants you on the phone. It's good. No, that was that wasn't a joke, Jerry. That's ah. just uh, just trying yeah. to get to the bottom of things. All right, here, man. Here, man. Here's a good one. Here's Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> I'm a bean. <laughs> There's a reason I speak for these kids. Okay? They might not be the sharpest tools in the box, but they're good kids. I'm a green bean. Fucking come on, you'll, they'll think you're mental. Here's one, here's one for you. Um, uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, Baked bean. Baked bean, uh, <laughs> Very good, guys. I need to keep them on side. It's a twenty percent job. You know yeah, what I mean, Dave? Yeah. Mark, why? Why do they want to get divorced from Debbie? Um. Well, basically, I convinced them because uh, very, very w- they're 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 a smart they're a smart pair. Right. But uh, they're very wealthy. The mum's very wealthy. And you know when you see opportunity, Dave. Do you know what I mean? Do you want to divorce? Mark McGrath, is that you? <laughs> No, no, it's Lawyer McGrath, it's completely different. Mark McGrath, I remember you upstairs in our bedroom playing the PlayStation and on drugs. Ah, fucking hell. Heroin's not a drug, you clown. I think you'll find it is, Mark. What? I think you'll find it is. Is it not like poppies and stuff? Well... The man who sold it to me said it wasn't a drug. It's illegal class A. Ah, come on. I'm a lawyer, Dave. I think I know a little something about law. 
he's good. He's good, isn't he, Dave? He should be the one on stage. Like, Jerry, he's good Jerry, on, he's funny. Jerry, take your heroin, Jerry, and shut the fuck up. Jerry, can you hear me, Jerry? Listen to me, Jerry. Huh? Listen to me, Jerry. Yeah. You need to get away from this man. He's a bad man. Hold the horses. Hold the horses, Dave. I'll sue the pants off you. I, I, I don't believe you're a lawyer at all. Oh, you need a piece of paper to be a lawyer, do you? You do. Do you see? Do you see what I'm saying, Dave, about this generation? They just think they can wake up one morning and tell the world they're a lawyer. And it, it's not fair. It's not fair, Debbie, and I'm very sorry to hear what, what your kids are going through, what you're going through. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of this tonight. Thank you all so much for calling in. Um, we're going to have another caller on the phone now. Um, uh, Pat, you're, you're fed up with being censored. Is that right? Yeah. I got a few things to say, and... Uh People just won't let me talk, Dave. Well, look, you got your platform now, Pat. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Fire away. Yep. Um, well, well, isn't it funny? What's that? I am... Um, the way people are censoring people. Uh, hold on, I've got a list. Hold on, I've got a list somewhere of the things that people... Oh, I've got a lot to get off my chest here, Dave. And Listen, uh, you, you, yep. the, the airway, we're live on air, yeah. Pat, so I'm going to need to get well, something out of you. Uh, uh, I think it says burgers. Burgers, what's... Bread? And meat, ah, uh, that drives me crazy. Drives me. Pat, you really crazy. don't have anything to say for yourself. I do, I do, no, no I do. Hold on, hold on, Dave, hold on, Dave. No, I'm no, sorry. burgers and uh, lettuce. There's too much lettuce on them these days. They're putting more and more lettuce on. Do you know what uh, you need to do? Is um, stick it in a neutral bullet, and you can just blend that burger right up. You can make a delicious drink out of a burger in no time at all. That's not Dave, pa- that Mike. Is, that Mike. is the, what. Get off the phone, Mike. No, no, no. I've got a lot of things to say, Dave. Um, you know, Nutribullet, you can also make uh, a d- delicious uh, shakes with them, of course. Uh, but uh, but it's, it's good Mike. for making breadcrumbs. Uh, and you can Leave make it, a Mike. Chicken. Mike. What? Hello? You're going to have to pay for an ad like everyone else. Yeah, I don't... I, Dave, I'm, I'm in the hole to Nutribullet for like 10 grand, and I, I can't pay for... <laughs> Dave, please, you got to help me out here. Stop They're going to break my fucking legs. They're going to... Okay, Mike, thanks for calling They're in. They're going to blend my fingers, Dave. They're going to blend my fingers. Thanks for calling in. Listen, we have time for one more call. Uh, Michaela is on the line. Michaela is a tourist uh, visiting Dublin. She's locked herself in a wardrobe in a hotel, but she doesn't remember what hotel she's staying in. Michaela, how did this happen? Hey, yo. <laughs> can't get out of... Yeah, hey, wait a sec. Yeah. You've locked yourself in, in, in a wardrobe in a hotel. I know, what were you I, I doing? Don't, I don't know what I was doing. I, 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 sorry, I had a bit of something in my throat there. Yeah, I was in a, where, I'm a hotel, did you say? That's what I told this producer. That's, that's what you told us. Yeah, so I got locked in a wardrobe. What and, were you uh, doing in the was, wardrobe? There was, there was a number scribed inside. I used the light on my phone. It was the only number I could see. And okay. it said, call Dave for a good time. Ah. And I said, I'll, 
I would well, a good time to me would be not being locked in a wardrobe. So I thought yeah. I'm gonna give Dave a call. Okay. And I, I'm on a f and now I, I, I believe I'm on a radio station now. Yeah, you're on the radio. I, I don't know why someone had put my number inside the wardrobe. Um, yeah. I mean, like, have you any idea? People how always you're gonna say that though, don't they? But then it really was them. You know, you yeah, well, I mean, this is a, a phone-in show, so, I mean, you wouldn't get through to my, you know, wouldn't get through to me directly. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. You're convinced, yeah. okay. Well, look, how are we going to get you out of this wardrobe? I mean, uh, like, have you, can, what can you remember about the hotel? Maybe describe uh, it to us. It was blue. Blue, okay, um, well, that should narrow in, it down. It was in the Dublin city. Dublin city uh, centre, yeah. yeah. Blue hotel. Um, it's called uh, McGrigigan's. McGrigigan's. Hotel, yeah. Okay. Let me just... We have, actually, the manager... Of McGregor's hotel. Send them up to get me out he, of here. He's on the phone. No, I said that to get on. You're in swords. Ah. You're in swords, love. That's where you are, Michaela. That sounds exactly like what I was calling in about earlier on. I'm sorry, I'm not the manager. I don't work in a hotel. Right. But but that is what's happening to you, Michaela. Michaela, is it possible that you're not in a hotel? You're not in a wardrobe. That you're actually in some kind of building in swords, having a mass d delusion of some likely, kind. It would likely feel like you were locked in a wardrobe, Michaela. Does it feel like you're locked in a wardrobe? It feels exactly like I'm locked in a wardrobe. <laughs> Put two and two together, Dave. I think that's evidence I've been drugged. drugged. Well, duped and locked in a building in swords. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, also, can I just say, I've got a song out. <laughs> a song? Maybe just speak into your phone a little closer there. I said I've got a, so a song out, drug duped and locked in a building in swords if you want to iTunes. I'd love to hear it. I'd need something to keep me going in here. <laughs> have you ever been drugged and duped and locked in a building in swords? If you've been on holidays, yes you have, you have indeed. We've all done it unless you haven't been on holidays. Drugged and duped and duped and drugged and drugged and duped and duped and drugged and drugged and duped and duped and drugged. Well, that's available now on iTunes. I'm afraid we've come. That's the all the time we have. We've come to the end of the show. Good way to finish, though. Great finish. Thank you. I want to thank all our callers. You're going to get me out of the wardrobe, We'll. Come back to you tomorrow. Give us a call back if you're still stuck in there. Okay, I want to thank all our callers who phoned in tonight. I want to thank Mark. Give it up. Richie. Pearl. And Claire. I'm Dave Coffey. This has been Phoning It In. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.